Maybe? Maybe it's 10. Brooke, you'll have to let me know. Uh, but anyways, nope. my name's Brandon Curry. Well, where is everybody else? Oh, there we are. I'm Jeff Collins. I'm Josh Bond. I'm Trevor Lindy. So um, thanks very much. We also have some special guests today, which is amazing and uh, totally cool. Uh, we'll first start off uh, for uh, the host of 97, 95.7 in Edmonton, the locker room. Lachlan Cross is with us. Hello, sir. Thanks for having me, guys. This is it's 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 a uh, honor. Go it is to get brought on to the testicle podcast. <laughs> well, it it is it's going to be great because, like, one, well, we're huge fans of your podcast as well, uh, and also you're you're constantly on um, you're you're constantly on Dean's podcast all the time. So we, yeah. we get a lot of exposure. So we're so thrilled that you were able to make it. Thanks very much. Yeah, no, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, and our guest, the uh, guest piece of the honor. resistance, the, <laughs> the guest of honor, uh, Miss Olenka, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Great. Really? She is the um, co-founder and co-owner with her business partner, Alicia, uh, at Clara Derma. Uh, so, Rookie, if you want to uh, put that randomly throughout the, the episode just to promote her business... Um, so thank you so much for coming on. So everyone that's watching, listening, doing whatever, um, this all came up. Alenka and I, along with Trevor and Bondo, uh, are in a business group, right? We were out for dinner for our, our business group. And uh, Alenka goes, I got a story. And <laughs> she captivated the whole audience because no one could believe it. And that is amongst other things that you do, which we are going to get into. But the main thing is Scrotox, which is Botox for your balls. For your balls. Okay, so we have a, like, this is all great, great, uh, uh, yeah, learning is power. That's right. We got to dive into it. I can see that as you do. I'm like, it popped up, people are like, And then we told Lachlan, and Lachlan's like, (laughs) you got to be kidding me. This is amazing. So... Everyone's pumped uh, that watch our show that locks on right now. So, okay, Link, go, go a little bit into Cleroderma. You, you are a nurse mm-hmm. practitioner, so mm-hmm. uh, which that was a monumental exam you just wrote. Yeah. So, congratulations on. Thank you. Someone's uh, someone's really important there. Look at that. Okay, so go ahead, go, go on to Cleroderma, and then we're going to get into <laughs> Botox in your balls. Yeah, yeah. So actually, it came up perfectly because. Um, we just expanded our space. So this is our fifth year in business. We're celebrating our, our fifth year. And we just took over the unit beside us um, and we expanded. So with that expanded menu, we are expanding our services. So guys and men, like we've seen a huge uptick in guys getting services, whether it's facials, whether it's hair loss treatments, whether it's um, you know Botox for guys as well, filler, all that kind of stuff. Um, and we're going to branch out both into a little bit more female-centered services and male-centered services, and that includes Scrotox. <laughs> and I wish, I wish that I could take credit for the term Scrotox. I did not make it up. Um, it's actually going to be a trademark term. So one of the physicians who is um, uh, the the master of this procedure, his name is John Leonardo, and he's out of Toronto. So um, he is John Leonardo or Leonardo that Medicine. If you want to look him up, and uh, he he's got the got the term 
down. Um, and so I had done a training with him and we started talking about scrow talk. We started talking about grow talks. We started talking about all the stuff that you can do with aesthetics and um, it's a big thing. It is a big thing. And oh, guys hold on. don't grow talks. Yeah. What the hell's grow talks? Grow talks. So scrow talks works on your balls, on the scrotum. Grow talks is a penis enhancing treatment. So there's a couple of different ways to do it. Um, I am I am less schooled on that. Uh, we certainly haven't brought that in yet, but we you can use either fillers, you can use either plasma. Um, so plasma you can use for a ton of stuff, including to regenerate and add wow. growth, add girth to the penis. So it's like a permanent cock ring kind of. Kind of, Sweet. like. Raise your it's hand more... if you think this is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> this could be this could be expensive. You can make lots of money. Colin, I was going to say Collins will be there every week. Is that how well, frequently you're going to be doing it? You, you start it. using it and then you stop using it. Your wife's not going to be happy. <laughs> like you use. Or does it go away? It wears off. It it depends. If you use something like PRP, um, which is plasma, so we draw your blood we spin it, the platelets come to the surface. They're like a really nice gold color. They've got growth factors in them. They've got adult stem cells in them. So we use that for hair loss treatment as well on the head. Okay. And you can, any place that you put it, it will regenerate tissue. So in sports medicine and stuff like that, they can put it into like, you know, you've got a rotator cuff injury or like you tore your bicep or quad or whatever. They'll inject some PRP into it, helps repair the muscle. Your penis is a muscle, helps to grow it. I got a question for you about. I got a question about the um, the number of people that are coming in on a on a on sort of a gender perspective. Like if mm -hmm. you see ten people in a day, and I'm just mm -hmm. using the number to to give us an idea, how many are? And I'm not even talking about the the fact that you now have these amazing products for our dinks. Uh, yeah. If you have ten people walk through the door, how many are men? Like. Yeah, Is it I would, one or two. So I'd say one to two. I would say wow. one to two, and I would I'd say that that's probably changed over the last the last two years. It's hard to say because like you've got the COVID void of you know yeah. nobody saw anybody. Right. But I I actually want to say coming out of COVID, we've seen a huge uptick in guys in all kinds of services. Wow. And so I don't know if that's because dating through COVID was hard or. Like maybe people left their spouses during COVID, um, but they, you know, they or get to even, reinvent themselves. Yeah, I mean, we also see a lot of women bringing in their partners too. So, you know, and and sometimes they come willingly. Sometimes they are skeptical, and then they come back on their own. Um, so, like I, but class. it is. We are seeing. I would say one to two guys if we're using if we're using that. I'd say probably probably 10 guys a week ish let's say and they're all getting yeah, scrotox well, no <laughs> or grow to what is it scrotox or scrotox yeah two different things one's for your balls one's for your dick so how does the botox work so there's the prp piece but yeah. how does the botox grow your penis so the Botox doesn't grow your penis, but it Dick. can make your balls look bigger. So Botox, the only the women thing are bringing Botox in the men does, for tune-ups. That's that's where I think I might have been like 
unnecessarily asked to come on this podcast because I do have a fascination with my nuts. Uh, but <laughs> I have a problem with them already being too big. Like, and this isn't me, like, on a warm day, yeah. if it's humid, if I'm sitting in the toilet, sometimes um, they're dipping in the water. And so <laughs> when, somebody brought, up, when somebody brought the up the grow talks, I was like, okay, well, that's like the sack jack, right? Like, it's, and apparently, no, this just makes them bigger. That's the last thing yeah. I want. Like, yeah, I don't want more things flying around down there. So this is, this is. People want bigger ones. Are, are you seeing people come in going, can you tighten these bad boys up? I need them to be a little bit closer to the shaker. No. no, no, usually it's the opposite. So usually you, yeah, usually they're too high, guys, right? Guys want, guys want them to flat, come down. Yeah. They, it also helps with sweating. So that's a big thing. Um, ball sweat. Botox helps. Sweaty balls. Yeah. Ball sweat, sweaty balls. God, that's all that was running through my head this morning was the SNL. Oh, great <laughs> SNL skit. That was such a great SNL oh, skit. Oh, such a, Mark, if you've got big balls, maybe you got to get the penis one. You know, hence your penis to match your balls. Well, well then his penis is going to be dipping in the water. <laughs> I need, I do, I could use a little bit of grow, whatever, grow talks. Yeah. Grow talks. Yeah, not going to lie. <laughs> so uh, so what, what made you target the balls? Like you, you don't hear many women saying, oh, that guy's got a great set of balls on him. Look at the balls on him. You know, it's like, why is that the I mean, target for this? You guys don't. Maybe we talk about it all the time. That's what I'm yeah. curious about. Like, you always say the guy's got big muscles, you know, big dick. Never say, look at the balls on that guy. Look how, you don't look how round that. and voluptuous his balls are. It's yeah. so hot. I never have, but maybe women do. That's what I'm wondering. I'm asking her why this was uh, the idea. Women, women appreciate the whole package, right? I mean, if they're if they're tight up there, if they're all shriveled up, what can you do with them? You can't do anything with them. So you can do the Batman. You ever seen Waiting the the movie? They, you can you can do all kinds of stuff. The Scrotox will make them a little looser, make them smooth out a bit, present them there yeah. for you. You know. It's yeah. it's all about the aesthetic. It's the yeah. whole package, eh? It's the whole I, package. I, I just so many questions. <laughs> this is funny. So okay, so I I got a bunch. I have like a ton. So when did uh, this? Uh, oh, Locke had to leave everyone. He he, you know, he does have a full time gig and you know, well, the talks talk. He had to go off camera but, for a bit. Eh? He's like, yeah. Man. <laughs> this is this is good. He's so all right, so smaller nuts, not bigger. Nuts. How many? How many? How many? Like, how does this work? Like, so they come in, and how many like mm -hmm. sessions is it? So, Botox. I'll 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 just kind of back up. So Botox is a yeah. brand, right? So Botox brand, everybody knows Botox brand. So the actual Botox works in whatever area that you place it in, anywhere from three to six months. So if you know, you're kind of doing this twice a year, you've got the effect for about six months or so, five to six nice. months. Um, and so you come in and, you know, numbing is applied. So it's a comfortable procedure um, because I'm surprised people haven't asked if it's needles in your balls yet, which, you know, that's, that's it is. I was getting to that. Tiny yeah, ones, I was getting to In the balls or in the sack? In the testicle? So, yeah, so if you oh. kind of... <laughs> 
Jesus. If you kind of think about, we kind of treat the underside. So the underside and it's a few tiny little pokes. Numbing cream is there. It's, it's really comfortable. It's like a little mosquito bite. Oh, um, so it's a really quick, it's a really quick procedure. Uh, and then I still don't like mosquitoes weeks, bite my nuts. Hey, curry, doesn't this sound a lot faster than a vasectomy? So is this oh, why like Mondo and, uh, and, and uh, Collins are all into this? I love vasectomies. Yeah, well, I don't know how, how, how long is the procedure, Alenka? Which sounds like it's very it's, quick. It's short. So the longest, the longest time you have is your numbing time. So we put on a numbing cream. And so that's there, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. The actual procedure is quick. So like under five minutes. So 10 to 15 minutes, you're putting cream on your balls. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Colin, you, you can, can do that you before you go in. So, so I'll just take the numbing cream. Yeah. That's it. I'm good. That's I'm it. Still, I mean, we're going to be coming in for that cream. Yeah. So basically, Alenka, it starts off with every guy's fantasy: a yeah. woman putting mm-hmm. cream all over them, like all over all their over. nuts. This is just over like, our, like our oh my god, this balls are beautiful. Mm-hmm. You mean that's amazing? Their, that's their fantasy. And then out comes the needle. Is what you're saying to kind of ruin it. Right. It's, in, it's tiny. In your nut. In your, right nut. in your nut. I mean, you don't have to look at it. You won't even feel it because you'll be numb. Do you put it in both nuts? Just one nut? I mean, if you if you want just one smooth low nut, I mean, I can do it. Eyes are so soft. <laughs> what, but what, what, <laughs> when you've got one, a different size than the other. No, that was good. Can we just so balance them out? The vasectomy, the you, little tightening. Totally. Balance totally. them out, right, guys? So One's a little larger than the other. So you yeah. can do Cheech one week and Chong the next week if you want to for your nuts, mm-hmm. right? Okay. I assume you guys name yours too, right? So. No. So here's a question. Here's a question. I'm just going to pretend to be frozen on the screen with that comment. Here, <laughs> Cheech and Chong. So, what do you call yours? Pete and repeat. Uh, Big Jim and the Twins. I mean, like that's what you got to do. Right? Dust one and dust two. Dust, dust one, and, one dust two. and dust two. Yeah. Dust. Um, all right. Well, yeah, because so, everybody jokes around after the vasectomy that you're shooting dust. Oh, I wouldn't right. know. So, I wouldn't know. You might want to get checked okay. out for that there. I'm not literally being <laughs> serious about this. Sure, you are. Okay. You're just trying Fair to enough. gauge the temperature All right. of the room. Yes, exactly. All right. So, let, let's go back to the, the procedure. So, uh, when was this discovered, created, um, trademarked, uh, that kind of stuff? Um, I don't, I can't give you a specific date. I know that it's been years and years, like everything aesthetic steals from medicine, other places in medicine. So you can use Botox can be used a lot for, um, uh, chronic pain. So, you know, if someone has chronic pain down in their testicles, because it can be an actual medical condition, right? If someone's testicles are too tight, um, in that muscle, um, so, you know, for treating chronic, chronic pain and things like that, all of a sudden you notice a side effect of smoother balls, less sweaty balls, you know, <laughs> balls that are hanging a bit lower. Um, and then we take it in aesthetics and we run with it. Who was the first person you tried this on? Was there a test, a, a guinea pig for this or what? Was this like a significant I, other? I can neither confirm nor deny my patient experience. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> You can't do that. Well, you, you, um, can, you, don't have to give us, you don't have to give us a name or nothing, but I'm curious. The first guy Jeff going up Collins there saying, is the first guy. Oh, my God. I do have very smooth balls. So, um, okay. But, so let me ask a question here. 
<laughs> Botox, is that not botulism? Yes, it is. It's botulism. But it's not like it's not the botulism you're growing in your tomato sauce or whatever, right? It's it's yeah. an actual pharmaceutical grade botulism. Um, so Botox is a brand of it. There's a few others. There's one called Dysport. There's one called Xeomin. And they're all a synthetic made version of botulinum. Perfectly safe then, right? No Perfectly concern. safe. Yeah. Other than the two needles in the balls. Yeah, no. I, I see After that. 15 minutes of massage cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's, I don't like needles generally, right? Like, you won't of, see them. There's probably two places I wouldn't want to need eyeballs and my balls. Oh, <laughs> the two places. Oh. It's a little my, one, right? It's a tiny My grandfather one. got a needle in his eyeball. And I heard that. It was geez. terrible. Oh, they're tiny. They're, if anybody knows syringes, they're a diabetic. Um, it's a diabetic syringe. Oh, so okay. I actually saw someone okay. asked about the gauge. Um, it's actually a 30 gauge needle. So it's, uh, the, one of the smallest gauges that you mm. can get. And there's a topical oh, that's, that's good on beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. For 15 minutes. Yeah. Jeff will come and massage it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he charges every six minutes. So that's like, that's, that's two and a half charges right there. I can't do that. I just kind of throw it at him. So what's the cost of this Alenka? For one so, session of yeah, Botox. Yeah, it takes it takes about fifty units of Botox, so it's about five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks for fifteen minutes of Botox to make my balls amazing. Yeah, to make them amazing. Last change, six months. Change my marriage forever. It definitely could. It's up to you how you use them. Right? <laughs> they are yours. They're your balls, so you get to do whatever They're you want balls. with it. It's your body, your choice, Jeff. Okay, your body, that's, your choice. That's not what my wife says. Don't dangle them in the floor. So do you want, let's go over a couple of other things. Cause you, you really, you really touched on a bunch of th- different things. I mean, like um, Clariderma in general, uh, I know you guys do a lot of beautification um, uh, procedures. Um, mm-hmm. I know you've h- tried to help me with my face. Cause for those that may not be able to see, um, I was an idiot, never wore sunscreen in March when it went down and um, had a little bit of hypopigmentation was the word I think you used, mm-hmm. Alenka. Mm-hmm. Anyways, had to see a derm. It is what it is. But you do you do that. You do some great skincare. Mm-hmm. You do also hair removal. Uh, do you do laser hair removal? Laser? Yep, yes. we do laser hair removal. Yep, also to the balls. Yep. Um, if, if you'd like. Um, so we do, yeah, so we do laser hair removal. We basically do anything skin related. So laser hair removal, um, different types of facials. Um, We do IPL, which is something that targets uh, sun damage or brown spots, red spots. Like Mella just asked, sunspot, right? Yeah, sunspots, yep. Yeah, sunspots, exactly. Um, And then our facials vary from, you know, a a medical grade, more relaxing style facial um, to a little bit more intense, whether we're working on kind of deep wrinkles, some skin resurfacing, um, things like that. What, um, okay. And then how, like, do you do anything regarding, okay. So what's the difference between, I guess your, now that you're a nurse practitioner, what Mm -hmm. is going to be the difference between your, um, company and like a dermatologist? Like what is for those that might not know the difference? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not a dermatologist, but 
Definitely. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so the, so the biggest thing, I mean, I mean, this is a, this is a professional podcast too. So, so if we're talking, you know, business wise, um, for us, one of the big, biggest business decisions was that right now we pay a nurse practitioner, um, monthly for, uh, things that I, that in the past I wasn't able to do. So in order to inject any kind of Botox or filler, you need a medical directive, either from a nurse practitioner or a physician, um, because they are considered a prescription. Um, filler is considered okay. a medical device. Botox is considered a prescription. So you actually need those things. So now, uh, as a nurse practitioner, I'll be able to be our own medical director. Um, but then also for, um, so you can fill the scripts, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I can fill the scripts. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, more over than that, there'll be kind of a, a bypass of um, referring people back to their family doctor for referrals. So we see people way, way more often than their family doctors do. And sometimes mm -hmm. we see things that should be referred to derms. So I'll be able to now write a referral letter straight from Clariderma to a dermatologist. Let's say if you have a sunspot that looks um, like it should be checked out for cancer purposes and things like that. Ah, all right, cool. Then that's great that because I, you're right during, especially during the pandemic, it was really hard to see your family physician. Uh, and mm -hmm. actually, as I know, not mine, but I know some have yet to go back. So, yeah. and there's, there's still virtual people are very frustrated. So that's, that's good that if you have a skin related issue, you can go into your, uh, in, into Clariderma and mm -hmm. now where'd you get the name Clariderma? Derma, um, obviously skin, get that. Yeah, derma, obviously skin, Clara, bright or clear, right? If we're going back to Latin. So yeah, bright skin, clear skin. It made sense. Okay. It had a good ring. Do you get rid of skin tags? Yeah, absolutely. I've got one here skin at tags. one of my eyelid. <laughs> yeah, skin tags, any kind of, um, not to stereotype guys, but you know, any kind of ingrown hairs, any kind of crazy, um, you know, cysts you guys have rocking on your body, all that kind of stuff. So women it. don't get these things while you're stereotyping men on this? So women do, but women take care of them. Women don't ignore them. Guys tend to just sort of ignore them and then have someone look at them in two years when they've grown or they you mean pop the in, or the ingrown hair. Like those, those are, mm -hmm. those are pain in the ass. I hate those. What about yeah. this boily thing that I got on? I'm just Absolutely. Come on in. <laughs> Let me add it, Dr. Pimple Popper style, right? <laughs> Dr. Pimple Popper MD, yeah, those are nasty. Yeah. Anything you can oh do for Trump's face? What? <laughs> I you, you, you got some you of guys, the smooth skin on here, bud. You guys all have great hair. We do a lot of hair loss. <laughs> you do we a lot of hair. Very spiky hair, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do we do a lot of hair loss treatments. Um, that's what we really? see a lot for guys. Yeah, yeah, we use PRP, so we use plasma as well. Um, women too, so women will come in if they've got some hair loss too, but mostly guys. Um, and we've gotten really, really good hair regrowth for guys. It's a and it it's works, a really so big, you... yeah, it does, and it's a really big confidence boost, right? So I mean, it's one of the things like people come in all the time for sure aesthetics, but you know, it links back to how you feel, right? And guys, that's one of the biggest insecurities they have. Um, and so that, that, you know, and the, that and the balls, right? The balls yeah, right. 
So, so what happened? Head, you're bald, you're bald for the last five years, and all of a sudden you come back out with your buddies, and boom, you got a full head of hair. It's nice and slow. No one will ever know. I love You'll the bald guys. They're backwards. my favorite to hang out with. I feel like I always like got one up on them. Solution? So, out, Alenka, out of curiosity with the hair loss mm. stuff, um, only because it, it, a buddy Because he wears a wig. Head. He wears a wig. Yeah, exactly. I wear a wig. He's got a um, merkin. No, like he, he uses uh, sh- like medically prescribed shampoos. I believe he's on, he has been on medication, like oral medication previously. Mm-hmm. Um, Propecia? Yeah, the Propecia. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you specifically what it is, but, you know, the, the hair loss treatments that you guys offer, can that kind of be an added benefit to all everything else that he's doing or yep. is it one and or the other no no a- absolutely added benefit so that's okay. one of the things that i always talk about too when guys come in is you know what have they tried and you can kind of think about it this way like i always i always go back to see you know is it something hormone related too because we're going to be working kind of from the top down if i've got hormones or an imbalance that can be fixed working against me it, it'll be nice now as a nurse practitioner, actually, we can actually explore some of that more. So um, if someone doesn't have a family doctor, or if their family doctor, um, or, you know, family nurse practitioner isn't willing to do some of those tests, then we can do them. Um, so that can give us a little bit more insight. But definitely, if you're using already oral medications, if you're using the wash, we will suggest some things as well, if someone's coming in and hasn't tried anything. But what we do is a really nice adjunct. So the way that it works is that your hair follicles, we inject the PRP in and around where the hair follicle is. And with the growth factors, with the adult stem cells, it gives any dormant hair follicles that might not be holding onto your hair or may have stopped giving out um, giving out a hair stock. Um, we give them everything they need and kind of rejuvenate them and so they'll start growing hair little bald patches will start filling in um it is a it is a temporary solution so it's not um it's not something that'll be kind of one and done but it can really extend the length of your hair if you've got male pattern baldness you know in your family right so what's the difference between that and like doing follicle like i've heard they they put hair yeah yeah, so the follicle treatment, yeah, go to Turkey, have your vacation, and uh, come back with a full head of hair. That's exactly it. Um, so the hair wow. follicle transplant uh, is very different. So we're not transplanting anything. We're working with your body by adding the PRP into the areas where you have less or thinning hair to rejuvenate and regrow that hair. The actual hair transplant part, uh, I don't do it, so I may not be 100% um on it but essentially what they do is they take a strip from kind of the back of your head and they will transplant each one of those little hair follicles into usually kind of like the crown of your head or wherever you are balding um like one hair at a time and then that hair then is transplanted to the front to fill in those areas and then it continues to grow it's so like is this a landscaper whole... pulling out a, a pot of grass yeah from dead area totally. or yeah right dead area so is this totally. this all now possible because mm-hmm. of the stem cell research advancement and all that like this is relatively new right a lot of it um a lot of it is the technology of the machines that they use to actually grab the hair and separate the hair um that technology too 
like way less downtime and things like that. It it really is it it really is from what I I've read and uh, some of the people that I have uh, known to have the procedure. It's it's way less downtime, um, way quicker, way safer, and the results are actually better. Um, we do have a question uh, from uh, yeah, we have a bunch sewage. Yeah. Just is there anything for reversing uh, gray hair? Obviously, apart from dyeing it. Yeah, no, nothing for from nothing for gray hair. Um, so gray hair is just the loss of melanin from your hair, and the the thing about gray hair is we also can't treat it with the laser hair removal machine either because the laser hair removal machine targets the coloring in your hair, targets the melanin in your hair. So if you've got gray hair, you know, like under the arms. Um, and you're looking to get that done, the laser hair removal machine won't work for that. But if you're losing hair and it's gray, we the PRP for hair loss will help with that, but the hair will still grow in gray. Okay, Got out it. of curiosity about this whole gray thing. So can't reverse the gray, but can you expedite it so I don't have stupid gray patches? I'd rather it just all go gray and be done. Salt up and pepper, top, okay, I'm, salt I'm fine and salt and pepper up top, it. but it's the... It's the patches in the beard that drive me crazy. So I'd rather really? all go gray. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Shave, shave it off. I no, I, I like the beard, but I keep it short because of the, the gray ears. patches. Really? It See, it looks good. It doesn't look bad by any means. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd literally I'd rather that. it all go gray. Huh. I'm fine by uh, that. I'll throw more gray clothes. Control GX. Control GX is a shampoo that's got a little dye in it. I was so, going to say, you need a little just for men. Yeah. No, but I don't. Does it dye it gray? <laughs> you probably could get like a, they've got to have a color like Silver Fox or something that you can use, I'm sure. Mother Nature wants me to keep the beard short. Yes, that's exactly <gasps> Um, yeah, that's Michelle. Uh, okay. We also had, okay. So Kathleen said, awesome. Love nurse practitioner run clinics. I would second that. Um, I do want to touch on the nurse practitioner piece in just a second, but I wanted to make sure we got everyone's, um, any questions that were out there. I think we're all good so far, but please keep the questions coming for Alenka uh, regarding any of her services. It doesn't matter, but I have one because you are expanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are doing an open house uh, coming up. Yeah. I saw that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to tell people about uh, that? September 10th. September 10th. Um, so we have an open house coming up September 10th. We're going to have uh, tons of tons of prizes, tons of our services on special. So because it's also like post-COVID, we're coming into our busy season, which is hopefully Christmas party season um, and mm. people just getting back to school, getting back to, you know, some kind of semblance of normal. Um, and we're celebrating our five years. Um, so nice. on the 10th, yeah. we are going to have lots of demos. So we'll be doing, I'll be doing a Botox and a filler demo uh, two in the morning, two in the afternoon. The, the, um, the other medical estheticians will be doing uh, microneedling. We'll be doing a uh, sunspot. So you can get a free sunspot uh, removal as a demo. They'll be doing, um, uh, we'll have a skin analysis machine. So it's uh, called a Visio machine. It'll take a few photos of your face, tell you your sun damage, your skin age, sunspots, show you your wrinkles, things like that. And all of our amazing skincare will be on uh, promo as well. 
Uh, we've got a food truck, which is even better. Bubbly food. and food uh, lots and lots of stuff. Yeah. All right. So well, sign me up for that skin thing. The uh, skin you, face thing. Yeah. Because I need to have an analysis. Does it give you recommendations to fix your skin? Yeah, it'll give you. Yeah, it'll give you recommendations um, and uh, like just kind of, you know, it'll show you sort of dry patches of your skin. It'll show you uh, where you've got the most sun damage, wrinkles. It'll give you a skin age, which is always great because within the office, it's a competition, right? Because we all have services. We all do, you know, Botox and we all do skincare and we all do treatments and stuff like that. So whose who's skin age is the youngest the lowest the youngest out of everybody's do you, do you give do you give sack analysis there too or they, they you know what you'll have sack? to ask the, you'll have to ask the tech i mean come on down ask ask the tech <laughs> we'll give you a isn't it more of a ruler they just see how low it hangs and that's your age of your sack mm-hmm. kind of thing that's it <laughs> that's oh goes. my god we'll do one Come around on. one low <laughs> um so Ontario's moving towards a, I want to know your opinion on this, is moving towards more, I don't know what they're going to do with healthcare. They got to do something with healthcare, but definitely um, on the utilizing nurse practitioners more. And then this is coming off of Kathleen's comment about nurse practitioner run clinics, which is mm-hmm. definitely amazing on how you can run a walking clinic in the province of Ontario with a whole bunch of nurse practitioners, as long as you have one physician overseeing everything, right? Um, but would you ever entertain that you being a nurse practitioner, would you ever look at, um, you know, taking on like a a clientele base, like as in a doctor and and why and why not, um, like like primary care? Yes, that's it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I am a, I am a primary care NP. Um, and you're right. The structured model in Ontario is one that, uh, NPs don't bill OHIP directly, which is the way that physicians get paid. So NPs are utilized in a clinic setting and we're paid a salary. Um, and so, yeah, you can have an NP-led clinic, but that clinic um, receives money from the federal government. It isn't the nurse practitioner actually billing, which is which is part of the reason why people like NP care a bit better, um, because we can see, you know, 10 patients or we can see eight patients effectively and, uh, and still get paid the same. Um, I mean, aside from a, a bunch of other reasons why nurse practitioners tend to tend to have a, a different clinical focus than physicians, but for Clariderma, it doesn't make sense for us to have sort of a primary care stream. Um, it would probably be something that I would look at just for keeping my skills up. So whether I come into a, a walking clinic um, a few times a month or I do uh, locums. I know that's something that um, that physicians and other nurse practitioners are always looking for if they want to go on vacation. You can't really leave your patients unattended right. for a big period of time. So um, I could maybe fill some of those gaps. Um, or if things start to move kind of in a different way and it makes sense for us to branch out into certain certain ways within the clinic, then that's probably something that I would do. Okay. Excellent. And what are your, what are your thoughts right now on, um, now the model also changed with walking clinics. Are, are you familiar with that? I think it was like back in January of 2021, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, um, any comments on that? Like, and, and where, why or why not you, you think this is a, this is a good change or, 
in, in, any, in any capacity, especially in the medical capacity? I'm not as familiar with the changes to the walk-in clinics because it's just not my world, right? Um, right. So I think I think for for the walk-in clinic model, even you know within the family doctor's office that um, that my daughter goes to and and I go to, right? It's it's trying to keep everyone sort of in these family health teams, mm-hmm. and it's trying to keep people from utilizing strictly walk-in clinics and using like a walk-in clinic within your office. Um, which for continuity of care makes sense, um, right? Then at least you're, you're within that office setting and, and people have access to your charting and things like that. Um, and it's, it's, it makes the, the true walk-in clinic, um, experience, you know, now essentially what's happening is people who don't have a a primary care nurse practitioner or physician are going to the walk-in clinic and it's always fragmented, Right. You may not see the same doctor there, um, you know, to get a referral who's following up with you. It makes it really hard for, for those that don't have anybody. Good for one-offs maybe, right? But not continued. Yeah, yeah not continued care. You, you step on so a nail, you with, or something, you know? Yeah, but there's so many people without a family doctor that just continue to use walk-in clinics and they might not see the same doctor there every time. And it's just that piece like, okay, the, the immediate is taken care of, but then what's the follow-up? Yeah, and then that person just keeps getting worse. Right. Now, what with regards to your other services, um, okay, so we touched on hair regeneration. Um, we, oh yeah, so oh. yeah, over 100,000 people without a doctor. We just need that piece of doctors. There you go. In Nova Scotia. So anyone that's yep. watching this as a practitioner, Go to Nova Scotia because um, they, they are in desperately need for doctors and nurse practitioners. Uh, what what is what, what what's some other stuff that your your clinic does that maybe in, in for men and women or maybe even children too? Because I think you know classically a lot of people just see a brand and they just think one way. They make assumptions, right? So mm-hmm. what are what else do you guys do that you would be you know, would catch people off guard, like, oh my God, you guys, I didn't know you guys did that. I think, I mean, we, I think whenever anyone sees uh, an aesthetics clinic, they automatically think Botox and filler or that kind of stream. Um, But myself included, um, and Alicia and I, my business partner, the reason that we started the clinic wasn't because we want to pump Botox and filler. It's because we had skincare issues as teens as young adults and there wasn't a place for us to go it wasn't a place to go that wasn't kind of pretentious so we the main thing is is that we want to be accessible um and we actually want to do something that works um and you know you can't blame family physicians and nurse practitioners because the amount of germ that they get is so small um because of everything else that you need to know so you know, if your family doctor only knows, you know, one or two things that, that they learned about skincare and it isn't necessarily getting to the root of the problem. Um, I think that's one of the, the biggest things that we do is a lot of either acne related stuff, acne scarring related treatments, um, getting people on a, on a skincare routine that they can also live with um, because there's a lot of prescription medications that will 
dry you out, make your skin crack and bleed while they also get rid of their acne, right? That's also not a place to live. Um, so we're trying to do things that will, will take care of that, um, treat the underlying cause and then treat, you know, maybe some of the acne scarring that people have left over. Um, some of the hyperpigmentation, maybe you don't have acne anymore, but you know, maybe you have all of the red marks, um, that the acne leaves when it, it goes away. And unfortunately your skin is one of the things that people see right, right off the bat. Um, you know, masks, masks hid for most of us um, for a yep. certain amount of time, but also created a lot of acne, right? We had these huge mask knee outbreaks and things like that. Um, mm. And people, people want to feel good. Um, for me, me personally, too, um, I did, I had acne in university, um, bad acne. Um, but I also am a Ukrainian. I am light skinned with dark hair. And, you know, my childhood was, you know, monkey arms or Sasquatch or, you know, you, you go through puberty and, you know, girls have a mustache, which isn't so great. So, you know, laser hair removal uh, for me was fantastic. And we hear that from a lot of women as well. Um, and, you know, moms nowadays, not, not that in the past they didn't, but I think the education piece is there more. So we are seeing a lot of younger kids come through, um, and a lot of parents that want to help their kids, you know, before it gets bad, um, before, you know, it can be an issue in schools. Cause unfortunately kids can, can be cool, um, yeah. with, yeah. with anything that looks different. You I know? got a question for you, Linka. I, yeah. I have a thir 13 year old boy. And um, he doesn't really care about his skin or anything like that. But we know high school is coming real quick. And I, I realize that the judgmental side of high school can be yeah. intense. Um, he's got something that I think we had diagnosed more or less with like chicken skin. Have you heard of that? It's like just like okay. rough skin and all that on the yeah. shoulders and arms and that. And he yeah. doesn't care. But we kind of want to get get rid of that for him. Um, yeah. Do you need a doctor's referral to go to you? Can you just go to you nope. and make an appointment? Nope, you can just. Is that something you look at and all that? Yeah, yeah. So chicken skin or like a keratosis pilaris is uh, is often what it's called. Um, so it is just just a clogging of just your sebaceous glands. Um, so really, for him, like a good exfoliator, um, whether you do it with um, like those shower shower gloves, um, mm -hmm. and then getting um, like an AHA or a salicylic acid scrub will help with that. And then actually like a lot of moist moisturizer. Um, so you. We, we bought a sauna, like a barrel sauna for outside to kind of yep. go in like 15, 20 minutes a day, just to kind of release yep. like the toxins and all that. Would that help his mm. skin at all? You think if we did it? Consistently? Yeah. So, so if he goes in the sauna, um, you can do a couple things. So he can, he can put on um, like a, an oil uh, before he goes in the sauna. Um, that'll help to soften any of the oils that he has that are clogged. And then once he gets out, um, give a good shower scrub and then doing a salicylic acid or an AHA on the arms uh, at night will be good. And then okay. moisturize in the morning. So okay. we have a we have another question um, yeah. from Stoned Sea Witch. Would you also help people who suffer from trichotillomania and other picking disorders? Yeah. Did I so, did they pronounce that right? Yeah, Tr trichotillomania. Yes. Trichotillomania. Yeah. So, yeah, so so picking disorders. Um, we al although we 
although we are therapists in our own right. Um, part of that is, um, is, you know what, the routine piece of the actual picking disorder, but anything that is scar related from any of that, for sure we can treat. Okay. What about, uh, what about psoriasis? Yeah, psoriasis, um, there's a few different types. So whether it's um, like a- The immune uh, one? Yeah, an autoimmune one. I mean, there there are, are topicals for sure um, to be done. Um, psoriasis is, you know, you've got that kind of combination of your skin making too much um, mm -hmm. and those plaques coming on. Um, so we can we can be an adjunct for sure. Um, as As I kind of like move into- my own with um with everything that i can offer as an np some of those things uh will come um to the clinic so with treating psoriasis um there's probably um you know a rheumatologist that may be involved depending on some of those medications but if it's milder forms then there are topicals that we can use um but it's really routine with psoriasis it's an early one, eh? like it's yeah uh, it doesn't go away eh? it just no, there are things that you can do. Um, if there's an autoimmune, a large autoimmune component, then you want to work with a rheumatologist um, because there are some biological agents that you can use with psoriasis. They have a whole you know, slew of side effects as, and there's a lot more um, uh, to do with that than I would be qualified to do. But certainly some of the, some of the topicals yeah. uh, on top of that or more eczema, uh, base things, yeah. acne, rosacea, things like that, we can definitely help with. Nice. Uh, Michelle Deckerby has a question. Lynchian planus, I'm sorry, Michelle, mm -hmm. is hard yeah, to treat. Lichen Please planus. have a fungal uh, autoimmune, but looks like psoriasis runs in my family. Any preventative or proactive measures? Yeah, yeah, lichen planus is hard to treat too. Um, hard to treat too because that, that comes up too. It's quite itchy so you're excoriating the skin and it just gets kind of tougher and tougher um yeah i mean that as well if there's an autoimmune component um certainly you want to be looking at that um really good emollients uh for that um is is the main thing um all of our consultations are free so that's certainly one of the things that we try and do to to break down you know any barriers for people coming in to get information um so, so go see you go ask right like, yeah go, yeah, go see. Sure. yeah i know it's it's so hard over um you know, over kind of a platform like this to be like, you know, SPNP um, yep. kind of thing. Cause there's, yeah. there is so much, um, so there is so much out there, but that's, that's one of the things that we found is that there is so much out there and there are, there are people who, you know, either have, have gone one way and they haven't really gotten any help. And so, you know, we want to be there for, you know, that, that, that next piece and we want to do something about it. So whether that is a referral. So, you know, if someone doesn't have a family doctor to refer them to that, um, um, you know, for an immune specialist and things like that, then we can do that. Yeah. Sometimes you're just going to be part of the equation, right? Yeah. <laughs> um well stone sea which really likes the fact we went from scrub talks to skincare we'll, we'll be well don't we worry we will be doing a a 180 and start to talk about scrub talks again but uh i you know i i do want to talk to you about like because i growing up and it was nice to hear that like you I mean, not nice to hear but 
glad you opened up about the fact that you had bad acne because I had very bad acne. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, you know, we only had, you know, back in those days, it was like the, the, the stigmentation around it because it was like, you know, like that classic commercial it's, they say I eat too many chocolate bars and I don't wash and my I face, wash you know, my back, mm-hmm. and I don't wash mm-hmm. my face. It's like, no. Okay. And even my parents for the longest time thought, oh, you need to take more showers or whatever. It's like, that's not it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, and then there's those who turned in tuned in for financial advice who think they're on another planet today. Yep. You're <laughs> damn right. Um, well, uh, definitely. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, our, we'll get the financial our, advice our in some capacity. Uh, maybe yeah, our, our recaps. Maybe. Oh, our recaps. But what is available now? Cause I went on two bouts of Accutane. Mm-hmm. Um, is there other stuff around now? Because listen, now first time was 16. I, you know, I wasn't into heavy drinking or anything like that. So, it going through the liver was is now concern. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but what, what is it going forward? Like what, what are you seeing now with, with the acne mm-hmm. piece? Yeah. The acne piece is really big. So we do have a lot of people come in who, um, you know, have gone in for acne help uh, initially. And sometimes that's what they're presented with is Accutane and they really don't want to go on it or parents who don't want their kids to go on it because there are a lot of, there are a lot of things that you have to monitor. So um, we have a few different things that we can do depending on the type of acne that we see. So uh, some people have mixed mixed acne, you know, blackheads, whiteheads, um, cystic acne, depending on the severity of the acne. Um, sometimes you just need a really good microdermabrasion and some medical grade products. Um, you know, that would sort of be the low end of something. Um, the, um, or not the low end, but like sort of our, our easiest kind of fix, right? If you're just congested and your skin needs to be, um, needs some care that way, then we do some good exfoliation, get you on a good routine of products that actually have some active ingredients that aren't going to be overly drying or overly oily, um, tailored to your skin. And then we go up from there. So chemical peels, uh, there are a few different types of um, chemical peels that we can use for acne skin, depending again on the severity, on the depth that we want the chemical peel to go into the skin. Uh, Microneedling with PRP is very good for um, acne scarring and um, uh, even sometimes cystic acne. Um, If people do have large cystic acne, we can do um, a steroid injection into them. It's called Kenalog. Um, That is something that we can also do as well. Um, Usually people will have, you know, maybe, maybe one or two. And these are some of the cysts that kind of like, kind of regrow. They sort of have a cycle. They really, really hurt. Um, and that's so debilitating for somebody, right? Like not even be able to touch your skin because it hurts so much. You've got this huge thing underneath. Um, so we can use that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's awful, right? Like, especially if you're, if you're a young young adult and you're dating, like you're making out and your face is hurting so much because it's like just everywhere, you know? Um, and then uh, Fractora is one of our other um, more intensive treatments that really works for acne. Uh, and it's a micro needling device that also has a radio frequency pulse. And so it also helps with some of that um, P acne bacteria, eliminating that, helping with scarring and really helping to smooth out and prevent some of those acne scars from happening. But I will have to say that when you first come, especially like if we're talking about acne, especially if you're first coming for something like acne, 
I'll say that you're, you know, you'll kind of be like 80, 20. So maybe you'll do, you know, 80% will be kind of in clinic treatments until we get acne sort of uh, under control. And then it switches to where 80% is home care. And, and I don't say that to sell products because I am a hundred percent the person that sells the least amount of products at the, at the clinic. I'm always, I'm always like at the bottom of the, always at the bottom of the barrel, but I will have to say that if you use medical grade skincare, um, which you can get from us or any, you know, any clinic, uh, that is a, that is a medical grade clinic, um, it's the active ingredients, you know? So, um, anything that you buy at Sephora or Shoppers Drug Mart is by law, um, regulated by Health Canada that they can only have up to a certain percentage of medical grade, um, ingredients in there. And so because we are a, uh, a medical grade, we have a, phys a physician or a nurse practitioner who, um, runs the clinic and can purchase that higher percentage of those of that skincare, you're going to get skincare that's actually going to do more than you would um, if you were purchasing it uh, off the shelf. Uh, now I've got a question here. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Bondo. Um, got a just a couple quick ones just in terms of yeah. uh, on hair removal. Like what would the yeah. price price point be say for a chest and and how long would that last? How long would that last? Yeah, so um so the hair removal is permanent, uh, which is amazing. Um so the the laser hair removal is a permanent process. Now it isn't just a one and done. So your hair grows in a cycle. So if you think about it, we are getting rid of uh we are permanently getting rid of about 20% of your hair each cycle. Um, so we don't know what stage of hair growth your hair is in, but roughly about 20% of the hair that we treat per session is in the growth stage to be obliterated, for lack of a better word, permanently when we do the laser. Um, so it is permanent, but it does take some time. So usually six to eight sessions, about six weeks apart. If we're doing um, facial hair, then it can be a bit closer. Uh, that hair tends to grow a bit quicker. So about um, every four every four weeks, we can treat it. Um, but if you're doing like if you're doing chest or, you know, what, I'll do I'll do sort of back because you know back is um, back's kind of a, a big thing for guys. So if we're doing um, you know full back, three fifty five a session. Um, or we do a package price of, uh, so about 2,100 bucks. If you want, you know, That's just chest. Long. Yeah. If, if we're doing just chest, same thing. So 355 a session or, uh, 2,100 bucks for the session of six and, and you can't have a tan. Um, so now we're getting into laser season, um, which is great. So we have a lot of people coming in, uh, to start their sessions and it's permanent. And we do custom pricing too. So, you know, like we have a lot of guys that come in that are like, okay, but I just have these like two tufts on my shoulder blades. Like, can you do that? Sure. Of course, we'll do a custom price. Um, you know, especially, you know, if you've got just, just random hairs or, you know, a certain patch and things like that, then we'll do a custom price for you that way. Is it guaranteed too or? Yeah, I mean, we haven't, we haven't had to, we haven't had anyone 
be a non-responder for lack See, of a better word. You know? me, my, me and my wife got it done and it worked perfect for my wife. Nothing mm-hmm. came back. She had her armpits and stuff like that done. And I got the back of my neck done. Yep. And I went quite a few times and I, I didn't go during COVID and it's, it's kind of back now. So I was just curious. Yeah. Not with you, obviously, a different place, but. Yeah, so well, I there was your first problem on? right there. There's your first wow. problem. <laughs> if I didn't know about it, then yeah. So so neck hair too. We actually we actually see that a lot for guys. Guys will come and they'll get you know kind of their hairline, uh, yeah. anything below their hairline done, or even beards, right? Like you know we've got some guys that you know get that neck froth uh, done so they don't have to shave their neck froth anymore, or um, you know if they if they have a a certain aesthetic that they want kind of in through hair for their beards and stuff. Um, you definitely need to make sure that you complete your sessions. Um, and that's flexible, right? So we say, you know, six to eight sessions. Um, but if we think that you need, you know, one or two more within your package price, you'll get one or two more. It's not like we're going to be like, sorry, you know, right. got to leave that. So, so is there different that, kinds right? where the one I went to didn't quite work and there's just different types of hair removal with laser? There are, yeah, there are different strengths of machines. Definitely. It could be a few things. Um, so Certainly you have to skin type the patient. So that's just looking at your your skin color, your eye color, your hair color, your ethnicity um, to see where we start safely because li- like our laser hair removal machine is no joke. So you can burn somebody. Um, and actually funny enough, I don't, I don't know if you can see, but I actually caught one of my tattoos with the laser hair removal machine and I like obliterated half of it. <laughs> it was- what was it? So you do tattoo yeah, removal was, also? It was just, we do tattoo removal also, but but a lot safer <laughs> than the laser, a lot safer than the laser, laser hair removal machine. Um, I was I was doing doing my own arms, laser hair removal style, and I got uh, too close to the tattoo because it works on the color, right? So if your skin is light and your hair is dark, it's picking up on that. If your skin is a little bit darker, then the, ta- then the laser hair removal has a harder time Dis, um, differentiating between the hair, the hair and the skin. So we just have to start at a lower setting. It's yeah. still doable, but we still start at a lower and a safer setting. But on the flip side, if someone stays too low in the settings, then your hair isn't getting enough um, of the actual laser pulse to be completely obliterated. So it might be that, not knowing you, but come in for a consult. We'll take a look and we'll See, get the rest of your hair off. So the other thing I did was my my ears inside the ears must be popular yeah. for men, right? Yeah. You get the old man ears and ear hair, and then totally. you want to know that, that that was the worst part though. Getting inside the ears, like you're like, oh my god, it was yeah. it was it hurt. Yeah, it's um, um, it is it is it's hot. It kind of pops the hair follicle right out of there. So basically, what you're saying is Trevor can get that tattoo of Jeff Collins removed from his lower back. Why would you yeah, do that? Yeah, 100%. Okay, good. Jeff, Come so in, Trav, see? you can be a model for us, Trevor. Oh, we should do that, Trev. Come on. No, man. don't get rid of it, Trev. It looks badass. It looks badass. <laughs> what am it's going to be great. you got to get better call Collins on there, right above it. <laughs> on the back, something like this type of pose. Yeah. From, uh, I'll get Lindy Financial on my chest to support you. It'll be- <laughs> there we go. Um, all right, so we had Michelle Deckerby say, but isn't that isn't no it that a lot of people <laughs> overwash oily skin or acne too? Good question. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. 
yeah a lot of people do as well with oily skin so that was that was one of the things that was you know i i i'll say the um the old idea is that getting rid of your oil because your oil is what is causing your acne unfortunately not unfortunately but your body works to regulate itself so if you strip the oil and you have oily skin your skin is going to say oh my god i need more oil because i've just stripped all the oil and it's going to make more oil and so it's going to be sort of a, a bit of a cycle um and i know a couple years ago there was um there was a big kind of trend that was sort of like an oil wash so you wash your face you know with a facial oil and things like that I really liked it um, as well. Not a lot of people like the feeling of it, but that is one of the biggest things if you have oily skin is not to overly strip your skin because your skin will continue to produce more of that oil. Um, we do have a treatment uh, for very, very oily skin. It is called ALA, aminolevulonic acid, and it actually will tone down your uh, oil producing glands, so your sebum glands. And so we apply it. Uh, and we allow it to kind of sit, it incubates anywhere from about 45 minutes to an hour on your skin and your oil glands will uptake that medication and then we use a blue light. You don't really feel anything uh, that day um, and the blue light activates that uh, aminolevulonic acid and um, over the next course of a couple of days, uh, it starts to feel like a bad sunburn a little bit and you get a really deep peel. Um, this can also be a treatment for acne. Uh, and you get a really deep, deep peeling of the skin, helps with cystic acne, helps with um, true overproduction of oil. Um, and that lasts uh, quite a long time um, until your body kind of, if that's its nature to make more oil, then it may come back. Um, but a lot of times uh, people find that uh, it really helps to tone down and they're good after a treatment or two. Um now, Stoned okay. Sea Witch asked, um, at, sorry, this is probably maybe maybe a couple minutes ago, she asked, uh, is that electrolysis? Ele mm, electrolysis. electrolysis. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so two different types of treatments. So we don't offer electrolysis. Electrolysis is using an electrical pulse to go down and eliminate the hair. I will say if you're looking for gray hair removal, then electrolysis is one of the only things that you can use. Uh, we don't offer it, um, but uh, our laser hair removal machine is different from electrolysis, and it uses a laser to seek out and find um, that it's attracted to the, the color of your skin or the color of your hair, so the melanin in your skin, um, and that energy goes in and obliterates the hair follicle. So just complete side side note here. Are you an Austin Powers fan? And how much do you, when you turn on that machine, do you want to really quote uh, Austin Powers? Fire up the Always. laser, you know what I mean? Yeah, Always. that would be so cool. It's the freaking laser. Always. It's the freaking laser. Freaking laser, that, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, because like... We have fun. Now you, we have fun. Now, yeah, now you actually have an outlet for all these amazing quotes. Okay, this is good. Yeah. Um, okay. Then Michelle asks, can you use a numbing cream with the laser? Do you do that? Yep. We do. We can. So we do a lot of Brazilian laser hair removal for women and for men. Um, and so <laughs> we can numb, uh, so we can numb if that's something ice also works just as well. Um, so sometimes we'll do a combo. If someone is really nervous, then we'll do uh, a little bit of numbing cream and an ice pack and we can just go slow. What's a unibrow removal cost? 
Oh, Unibrow Renewal. That's going to be a popular one. Totally popular one. That one, that's awesome. Like not having to shade between your eyebrows is amazing. Uh, Especially for guys, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah, Unibrow, Unibrow, it's a, it's a, custom price i think i think we do it for 65 bucks a session i think there, there, my, my, um, my son looked it up there's actually a country that it's really sexy to have a unibrow absolutely it used to be the style right i think it's T- tajikistan or something like that he looked it up because he's oh. got a bit of a unibrow so we want to eugene levy that's, sure awesome. that's awesome have him rock it for sure <laughs> yeah um, right he's getting unibrow's gotta go <laughs> I got another. Let me see. We got another. Oh no, she just. No, Michelle just wrote in a bit and a little bit of wine. Of course, of everything wine. goes well with wine. Yeah, everything goes well with wine. Another quick question. I'm going to throw it out into the mix here. What can you tell us about Ozempic? Ah, Ozempic. Everyone wants Ozempic. Um, I would imagine so what the heck's Ozempic? Ozempic. Yeah, so Ozempic. So we made. And why do I want Ozempic. it? Yeah, we may bring Ozempic into the clinic. Um, I've actually had a ton of patients ask about Ozempic. Um, so Ozempic is first and foremost a diabetic treatment, um, but it is fresh on the market, Health Canada approved for weight loss. So um, what it does is that it is a weekly injection. Um, so again, tiny little needle, you inject it into your tummy and uh, it makes your body more efficient at utilizing glucose. It decreases your hunger, so you don't eat as much, and people are finding that it um, is, is uh, quite a good weight loss medication for them. There are some side effects, certainly, so a lot of GI side effects. Um, so stomach upset, can be constipation, can be diarrhea, can be either or, um, mm-hmm. but it is, I know, right? But people, Oh, don't eat it up. Weight loss is one of those things that um, that people struggle with, and the reason that it came about uh, because it is a diabetic medication is that oftentimes people who have type two diabetes are overweight, um, and so anything that you can do to to kind of help decrease some of that that weight, um, make your body a little bit more efficient um, with insulin, is a good thing. Uh, so it helps to increase your your insulin sensitivity to the body. And one of the side effects, of course, they found was weight loss. So now it is on the market approved for weight loss. Um, you go up, um, uh, you know, small doses. So you're on the starting dose for, um, I believe, four weeks or so. And then you can up the dosage. Um, and uh, it depends on how well you tolerate it. So... Uh, I know that um, I have had a few people come through um, when I was finishing up my NP placement who had been on a higher dose of Ozempic and really not feeling well, right? So you can get some nausea, some vomiting. Again, like I said, some of those tummy tummy issues. But uh, people have found that they have had some really good weight loss on it. And and, Um, and so so is it continual though? Like, is it something that you would have to give yourself a job essentially... Not the, but for the rest of your life, essentially weekly. Yeah, yeah. So it is. It is like any medication, right? So if you were on a, a heart medication, um, you'd be taking that for the rest of your life. Uh, as a diabetic medication or as a weight loss, um, you will. If you're using it preliminarily for weight loss, if you stop taking it, uh, then certainly your uh, the appetite suppression part of it goes away. So you do start to become more hungry. 
Um, and so you will eat a little bit more. Uh, and then the effects that it's having on your body in terms of insulin sensitivity uh, and things like that will also stop. So, so there is some uh, weight regain that I've heard that comes with it once you do stop Ozempic. Um, but that is the idea is that you find a maintenance dose and then that is sort of your dose uh, going forward. And it's a, it's a one, once a week in, injection. Well, that can be huge, right? Like, I mean, yeah, it is expensive. So some insurance companies will cover it, but if you don't have private insurance, I think it's like 400 bucks a month. So it's, it's pretty expensive. But now like if you're just, just for the medication, but can you not get it through a diabetic route and have it prescribed? Yeah, so it can still be like it's only prescribed, right? So, so even whether you're doing it for weight loss or for for diabetic purposes, it's still prescribed. So, you it is Health Canada approved, so you can get it covered through your insurance company um, as a prescription medication, like anything else, right? That you would pick up an antibiotic or whatever. But if you don't have coverage or if you have partial coverage, it still is expensive. Okay, so not much OHIP coverage on it. Yeah, so no OHIP coverage. It's not covered at all. There's a okay. good question about sunscreen. I, yeah, don't get a link on sunscreen. She gives me so sunscreen. much crap all the time. <laughs> sunscreen. All the time. Yeah, sunscreen. Um, really, in terms of the, the kind of sunscreen you want, um, I mean, our, I'm partial to the brands that we cover. We have we have two. We have one from Olumier and one from Color Science. Um, but what you want to look for is actually a mineral sunscreen. So there's a chemical sunscreen and there's a mineral-based sunscreen or, or a physical sunscreen, it's called. And you want to avoid the chemical-based sunscreen uh, and go with a mineral or a physical sunscreen. That's always going to be your best bet. A, for your skin, so you're not relying on chemicals to block those UV rays. Better for our coral reefs because the chemicals in the chemical sunscreen are, are really bad for the environment. Um, and the physical sunscreen uses uh, zinc, um, zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. And those things uh, help to, to um, uh, protect your skin from the UV, UV and the UVB. I mean, the best thing that you can do for prevention of your skin is sunscreen, 100%. Um, I have an SPF 50 on even now. Um, and it's raining. <laughs> um, it's just baked into my it's baked into my skincare. Um, and if if it's something that you like, like if you want to combine a, a a makeup type of physical sunscreen, the Color Science line, uh, which we have, is really really great. Um, and then Illumier, which is our skincare brand, they also have a tinted sunscreen. Um, a few different shades. They've got a versatile tint, uh, and then of course an untinted. But that should definitely be part of your skincare routine, especially for your face, your face, your neck, um, uh, to, to prevent. And then, of course, if you're going out into the sun. But my recommendation is to do a physical sunscreen um, over a chemical sunscreen because it's going to be better for your skin, better for the environment. I like it. And reapply. Reapply, reapply. How often? <laughs> Every hour? So yeah, so if you think about the FPS number really just tells you how much more coverage you have over what your normal skin uh, would be able to do when it burns. So for example, I'm I'm pretty fair. So if it takes me, you know, 20 minutes to burn, if I'm out in the sun without anything, if I'm wearing an FPS 50, um, then it would take me 70 minutes to burn because I've got that 50 um, on. So definitely after you're sweating, definitely after you come out of the water, 
Um, but probably every hour, every hour and a half, I'd be reapplying sunscreen if you're out and about. Hmm. Use your sunscreen, um, see which. So it's so, not once for the whole day. Eh? Not once for the whole day. <laughs> Um, oh my god! I, okay. I mean, if you're if you're if you guys are golfing or if you're like you get the powder sunscreen. Does anyone have the powder sunscreen from our clinic in their golf bag or anything like that? Oh my god, it's so They're good! They're gonna I'm be a golfer's gift for next year at Wise Guys. Yeah, that's, that's where the beer goes. Is the golf bag? It's a yeah, it's a powder brush, so it's actually it's great for kids too. Like if you've got little kids, you can just powder them. Um, so it's the physical sunscreen. It's a powder and you just brush it on it's like great for your ears or like the back of your neck um in your part or what's it called in your hair and your little it's color science it's called color science brush on uh, uh brush on sunscreen yeah you can grab it at our clinic or on our on our, our online store as well so in i guess what well, as we're getting you know we're, we're I look, see, I told you, Olinka, it's well over an hour and <laughs> it, it completely flew by. Um, so we got to circle so, back to Scrotox now, don't we? We got to go, we got to circle back to Scrotox. And then, um, but before we do that and completely get off, you know, off the rails on that, um, <laughs> what people can go to your website, clairedimmer.ca, right? Mm-hmm. And order this, and do you do home delivery at all, or? Yeah, so we do. We do delivery. Um, you can, uh, if you're if you're close to us, we can uh, we can deliver. You can pick it up in the clinic as well, uh, or we can we'll ship it out to you. Um, and then this this in two weekends when we have our open house, um, we also have all of our promos that are going to be on the clinic to buy too. So if you can't make it into the clinic and there's something that you're looking for, we do gift cards online. We do all our promos online, um, all of our skincare online as well. So we we only have one skincare brand. Uh, we took a lot of time when deciding on what brand to carry. So we carry Illumiae and the link is through our website as well. Um, and that ships directly from Illumiae. They uh, ship for free um, for orders, I think over $75, uh, which is really, really great. And then if you're buying something else like the color science line, then that ships directly from us or you can pick uh, anything up at the clinic as well. So you also said that you have a free consultation with people. My, my yeah. wife's obsessed with her skin and all that. I'd love to, to send her there because she's just yeah. and stop, stop. Yep. Yeah, so you can do, uh, there are two different consultations that you can choose from. So there's an injectable consultation. So if you're thinking of either Botox or filler, you can choose uh, the injectable consultation and that's with one of the nurses. Uh, And then if you're thinking just overall skincare and, you know, all of our estheticians are so good. And so they also know, you know, about injectable procedures too. But if you're looking for more kind of of a a rounded consultation um, and you don't really know where to start or what you're thinking about, then booking with any one of our medical estheticians is fantastic. And they will, they'll go through your skin. Um, You can cry to them. You can, you know, we we have so many people come in and just have have stories that that make you you know sometimes shake your head at the way that they've been treated other places or you know just make you feel for them because you know skin is something that is is so personal um, and no referral from your doctor needed no referral from no the no referral okay. yep no referral needed from your doctor at all. Collins. what's that mm-hmm. there's help for your junk after all Scrotox? <laughs> Yeah. What, what what kind of sunscreen do you recommend for your newly scrotoxed sack? 
I'd protect them. I'd protect them. But if they're, if they're not, if they're not that nice that you're, uh, that you're showing them out at the pool, then yeah, you definitely want a little, I assume if I got scrotex, they'd be that much nicer. So I'd want to show them off. Right. So you. Accidentally on the side of the jeans or up the side of the shorts. I'm in my mid forties now. They just hang out of the shorts when I'm walking down the beach. So I got to make sure they're good. (laughs) Oh my God. This would be hilarious. Um, All right. So any other, uh, what we usually do, uh, Olenka, uh, is just kind of do each have a a weekly topic just, or, you know, to kind of get people up up to speed on what's going on yeah and you can definitely stay on and because we'll be like in about 20 minutes we'll be wrapping her all up and uh and, and everything so um thank you so much for coming on you kept it You're extremely welcome. entertaining and professional. uh and professional uh with a lot of insight as much so as there you can go. With, with talking about scrow talk but <laughs> you rocked it's it. good yeah you, you rocked it which is good um but uh yeah so before we go collins is there anything you want to uh, oh, I'd mention Bob from a real estate point of view because I'm going through it right now. If you have a firm contract for buying a house in Ontario, don't think that losing the deposit is all you're going to lose to try to get out of the deal. You do go through litigation. It's not as easy as people think. There's a per diem many times. And don't think if you're a buyer and you've removed conditions that you can simply just forfeit your deposit and call it a day. It is a, a legal contract in Ontario. There's a lot more to it. I'm going through it right now, and it's at quite a bit of cost for the potential buyers who are we're, we're telling them they have to close. It's in the same same boat as me as a builder. When I was building houses and we sold for much cheaper than they were when they got the keys, we still committed to it, and we finished off at the same price. If you remove conditions and then the market changes drastically like it has, you still have to close. And, you know, Bob might be able to talk about that, but... It's not as easy as you think. It's not just the deposit you lose. There's quite a bit more money and remuneration going on. Well, the thing is, is you don't have to close, right? Because you can breach that contract. Yeah. Once you breach that contract, then you're exposed to some form of liability, right, Jeff? And uh, Mm -hmm. you just don't know how much liability you're exposed to. If the people can't then sell the property for $100,000 less than what you were prepared to pay for it, well, guess what? They've yeah, lost $100,000, right? Yeah. So there, wow. there could be significant measure of damages, especially coming out of this pandemic. And if you've committed to something really earlier on in the year and it hasn't closed yet, um, yeah, you, you know what? You've lost value there. So, I mean, you you know, lose the value uh, by getting sued or lose the value by backing out of the contract. Well, and there's not just that, like if you get sued, potentially you can be going through bankruptcy, which can be a seven year fix, right? Where usually you're better off to, to, to close on it and then wait it out three to five years and you'll be recouped more or less, right? But if you don't, you've got to look at the other repercussions of not closing on it too. You, well, should, be, you should be a person of your word, right? If you've committed your, your name. Yeah, if you firmed up, you're in a contract, a legal binding contract, you close the deal. Close the deal. Close the deal. Do what you've got to do to close the deal. That's So th- this is a big thing going on right now with the, the drastic change in pricing and people are trying to get out of the deal. But like you said, you know, be a man of your word or a woman of your word or a couple yep. of your word or whatever. Close the deal. Yeah. It's disgusting. Bondo, do you want to, is there any 
or is that your pretty much your tip or do you want to do anything else or yeah no it's uh that's it and uh 19 years for my wife and I today, August 30th. So. Well, happy anniversary. Oh, there we happy go. Anniversary. Happy anniversary. And you're doing a, a, a podcast about scroll talks for her. And I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> the appointment it's is actually weekend. scheduled for later on this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying it's to be live streamed. That, that's our gift to you, Bondo, for your anniversary. We're buying you new balls. That's it. <laughs> what if I don't have any in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I haven't had them cut off, so we all know that. I honestly, the big thing everybody was curious about was the uh, the CPI numbers for July, which just came out recently. Uh, we can see that the um, consumer price index is down eight one to seven six, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but some key factors to keep in mind is we've got to look at the core inflation numbers. Uh, and that's when you strip out the, um, the energy cost and you strip out the food cost. And part of the reason behind the, the eight, one to seven, six decrease is because of the cost of fuel at the pump, right? Here in Ontario, we went from basically two bucks a liter down to a buck 50 a liter right now. Uh, so that was a huge contributing factor. When we look at core inflation, core inflation's gone from 6.2 to 6.1, uh, so a little bit of a softening there, um, but high likelihood come September 7th, so next Wednesday, 10 a.m., that's the next Bank of Canada meeting, um, high likelihood that we're probably going to see a half a point increase on uh, on the overnight lending rate um, because of that, and the, the, the reason, the underlying message as to why economists are thinking that uh, is because when you look at the, the inflation numbers specifically tied to housing, they're still relatively strong, right? So if they remain strong, even though we're looking at the overall inflationary numbers being decreased, there's, there's still concern from the Bank of Canada. Um, and they're, they're, they're going to stop at no cost, right? They're, this is their goal. Um. Great gotcha. points, Trev. I mean, it, it, I it's, yeah, no. And, and right now, I mean, this is what I'm going to piggyback on. So it's, it's, it's a good segue in the sense of like today, the S and P 500 is down right now, about 1.2, 1.12%. Um, because of the, there's, there's, there's a, uh, a convention, if you will, of economists around the world, it's called the Jackson hole summit. It's in the United States and pretty much, uh, last Friday, last Thursday, technically, Jerome Powell came out and essentially foo-fooed and pretty much hit on exactly what Trevor just said, um, that the U.S. will definitely um, be still aggressive going forward with interest rate increases, which means the Bank of Canada most likely is going to follow suit. Typically, they do. Um, and that is having an adverse reaction to the markets right now. Um, three all the major anyway. indices are, Hey, last three days anyways, right? Friday. It's evening. been a bloodbath. Yeah. Um, now I do still think we've hit our low, um, on, on all the indices and in the markets, I think we've hit our bottom, but expect some, you know, we are doing this episode, uh, like, well, like Bondo said on Bondo's anniversary, August 30th, <laughs> but, uh, it expects some more pain for the next two months, um, of some high volatility, Swings in the market. Um, however, great time to buy. Um, you are still statistically buying at the low. Um, but uh, 
I just think it's, it's, it is concerning that potentially an interest rate decrease uh, next year, 2023, potentially is off the table until this inflation comes, comes under control. Because again, Trevor hit uh, on, on a really, really good point. When you look at numbers, you got to put things into context. And when you look at the CPI numbers specifically and you strip out fuel, which is a, basically it's a need, right? Um, and it has the highest volatility. You're, yeah, of course, artificially, your number is going to go down because the gas prices went down. But when you look at real inflation uh, and your basket of goods, I mean, I don't know about anybody else out here, but uh, Olenka, how, how old's uh, your little one again? How old is she? 18 months. Yeah. So like, are, is she um, like, like everything baby related is through the bloody roof. Yeah. Um, you can't spend baby Tylenol, right? So it's yeah. insane right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, and that's really what's affecting people's pocketbooks. And yeah, as we're getting, as we're closing out the year in 2022, um, I, I'm concerned heading into 2023. I think it's going to be a, a pretty bumpy ride. Um, but again, stay the course, right? What's that? Stay the course. Stay the course. You know, stay the course. If you've got, if you're working with a financial planner um, and you're working with a professional, like a lawyer or a real estate agent or a mortgage broker, and you know they're, they're giving you advice on what to do and when to do it and 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 stuff like that, then just stay the course and just listen to a professional. Don't doctor Google it. Don't think trust that you have all the answers. Though, too, just right? trust Sorry to cut you off right? on that. But trust no, no, in that that's professional a, that you've hired. That's a really good. Uh, no, I don't don't take that as a cutoff at all. That's a really good ad because the key is is to trust in, you know, it's just very much like when we go in and see Alenka about acne or mm-hmm. anything of that nature. She's the nurse practitioner. My okay. balls, right? Um, you trust her with your balls. Exactly. You got to trust the process. You got to trust mm-hmm. the process and you got to stick to the game plan. Uh, there is no such thing as a get rich quick scheme. Um, or go two inches scheme. Well, no, Alenka did say <laughs> she didn't she say two that. inches. Like that. I didn't say two inches. I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing any inches. two inches, right? That's two inches, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. That's yeah. all you need though. Right. Trevor? Yeah. That's, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, it's all in good fun to the whole yeah, episode. I mean, uh, you look good, you feel good. Uh, yeah, you're 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 gonna perform better, right? So, Absolutely. I mean, and it's good it, for your mental health too. Yeah, it's good for huge. mental health Absolutely. as well. Huge, huge. So, um, well, ladies and gentlemen, www.claraderma.com. Um, Olenka, thank you so much for coming on. You are an absolute pleasure. It was so much fun having you on, and we're gonna have you on again if that's cool. Anything cool like that? Can you like uh, let us know? We'll have you on again. Yeah, um, to talk about anything, uh, Bono, oh, you want to uh, you want to give a big thanks to everybody, Think and Lich, just thank them for yeah. the sponsor. Thank you very much to Brand Boulevard, who are our sponsors, absolutely. And Bondo, help us help you stay informed. Thanks, help everybody. Do, did, 
Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hey, yay! Hey, yay! Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.